Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. You're Absolutely right, Mr. Announcer. I'm travel journalist Rudy Maxa coming to you today from beautiful downtown St. Paul, Minnesota in the upper Midwest, while Robert and Mary Carey are back east broadcasting from their New York area studio. Well, flights began resuming Saturday afternoon Paris time at Paris's secondary airport Orly after a man was shot and killed while trying to take a gun away from a guard at the airport. He'd been stopped in a Paris suburb early Saturday morning for speeding, but when police approached his car, he peppered them with birdshot before making a getaway and heading toward Orly. So if you're flying into Orly this evening, however, flights should have returned to normal. In other travel news, uh, this week's cold snap in D.C. knocked cherry blossoms for a loop. About half are out of action this season. The other half should be in bloom by mid this week. Uh, if you're trying to time a visit to get uh, things precisely, you can follow the daily progression of the blossoms by signing up for their Instagram account, Cherry Blossom Watch. That's all one word, Cherry Blossom Watch on Instagram. Mary, are there daffodils poking through the uh, snow there in Connecticut? Well, if you had asked me that about 10 days ago, I would have said yes. Tulips, daffodils, and now I have to tell you no. A really? Flat, there no. were tulips even coming up? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Our tulips ago? were coming. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Rudy, and they're covered in what, 16 inches of yeah, snow? Yeah, so Rudy, uh, tulips are Mary's favorite flower. Yes. Mine too. Mine as well. Okay. Right. Well, you share well, something there. Yeah. And I think I'll be buying a lot of tulips. We have a lot planted around our property, uh, but they were up probably a good five, yeah, six inches. Yeah, they weren't blooming, but they they're were They're now up. under 16 inches of yeah. snow. They might still make it. I hope so. My fingers yeah. are crossed. We'll I see. I think I'll be buying a lot of flowers this spring. <laughs> well, that never can go wrong that. never hurts, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, folks, before we get into today's, to today's show, uh, I want to discuss the travel polls that many of you have been voting in all week on RudyMaxa.com. The two questions we're currently asking are, what's your favorite form of transportation when traveling, and what's your favorite onboard airline amenity? So here are the results. And Mary, Rudy, I'm curious what you think of these numbers. Um, so for favorite tra- form of transportation, airline 47%, car 26%, cruise 16%, train 9%, uh, an RV or camper just 1%, and virtual not going anywhere, just using uh, virtual. <laughs> Zero. Imagine that. Uh, and then uh, for favorite onboard airline amenity, uh, 31% want the free Wi-Fi, 24% want the free alcoholic drinks, uh, 19% like the free movies, video rentals, uh, or radio, uh, 13% say free meals. I like this one. The 10% are saying the free toiletry, toiletry travel kits, uh, and just 2% want the free power plugs. So, um, How many want the free meals? The free meals are 13%. Where are those? <laughs> yeah, I, I would pick that. Yeah, well, 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 I guess it's only go out what meals? and first-class passengers. <laughs> well, apparently 10% of the audience out there is flying first. I mean, I like those little toiletry kits when you get them. Well, I, I mean, they're, they're nice, but especially if you get a little Toomey bags or other branded bags. But, uh, yeah, I'm but amazed I like that you, Wi-Fi is more popular than drinks. <laughs> it is, or meals. So clearly that just tells you all you need to know. Anyway, 
Uh, if you haven't voted uh, yet, check out the polls on readymaxit.com. New polls are coming soon. Mary, what do we have coming up this hour? Okay, sure. International author Corbin Addison will be here in just a few minutes to discuss the secretive supply chains of the global fashion industry. Sounds interesting. We'll talk the challenges and dangers coming to our roadways with autonomous vehicles when we check in with highway expert Dr. Jim Headland. And if you like the weird and off-the-beaten-path types of places to visit when traveling, then you'll want to stick around for Chris Bakke and what he's found for you in Florida. And then show friend Wendy Perrin will be back, this time to share unexpected spring break vacation ideas. And I should also share that next hour, the chief executive of Tourism Ireland will be here to discuss what's happening on the Emerald Isle in 2017. So as always, it's a busy show that we have for you today, but... As usual, let's get to some travel right, we'll news first. We'll start with some travel news. I'll kick that off. Uh, I saw some summer flight news. Um, so I'm going to start us off. And we could categorize this as a news story. It could be an RM World travel tip or a deal of the week. So you out there listening, you can decide how you want to use it. Uh, I saw the, the story explains that CheapAir.com, they crunched thousands of summer flights this year between June and September. And they determined the day you want to avoid as it's the most expensive day to fly this year, is the Sunday after Independence Day, July 9th. The average price of a ticket this summer is a reported $384, but on July 9th, the price will jump almost $100 to $481 on average. Conversely, the three cheapest days to fly this summer, again covering that June through September window, uh, are in this order. June 6th being the cheapest, followed by August 22nd, and then September 12th. Incidentally, they're all Tuesdays. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'll be darned. Well, speaking of uh, discounts in the air, on Friday, a new discount transatlantic carrier from the parent company of British Airways began selling tickets for June travel beginning in June from its home base in Barcelona, Spain. The airline's called Level, and it will initially serve Buenos Aires, Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic, as well as Los Angeles and Oakland. Fares begin at around $300 round trip. Now, I priced a round trip out of Oakland, San, Fran San Francisco's second airport, Oakland, from mid-July, a week in mid-July, and found coach fares beginning at $838. Pretty good deal for high season from the West Coast. Now, from Barcelona, you can connect to other European cities, but keep in mind that the fare I just quoted is the basic economy fare. You can take a carry-on, but you'll have to pay extra for check luggage and other uh, perks. Mary? Hmm. Well, American Airlines CEO Doug Parker admitted this past week that the ongoing or the airline's ongoing crew uniform crisis is, and I quote, as difficult an issue as we've ever had to deal with. You may recall this debacle began last September uh, when American Airlines rolled out new uniforms. It was a first major reissue in 30 years. And uh, since then, over 3,000 flight attendants have reported serious allergic reactions to the uniform. Symptoms have varied from hives, headaches, swollen faces, um, and at the very worst, severe respiratory issues. Well, an, a recall has been asked for, and apparently he uh, was quoted as saying this week that that's basically off the table. It would take uh, too long to roll out a whole new line of uniforms for that's the right. thousands of employees. <laughs> that's too employees. long. Yep. We just want our employees to scratch. Away. Right. Rudy, exactly. didn't, didn't you have Heather Poole on, the flight attendant? I did, yeah. Didn't yeah, you have I her on? I think she was fine so far, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, definitely. This is, I, I wonder how much of it's psychosomatic. Listen, I, yeah. you know, I, I give, I'll give them a solution. If they just go to all nude flight attendants, they, they, they would be, they would have, that would be. There's your successful guys airline. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So anyway. All right, Rudy, what else do you have? 
Well, perhaps lost amidst that flurry of executive orders from President Trump uh, was one that put a hold on Obama administration, reg- a Obama and Obama administration regulation barring shipments of rechargeable lithium-ion batteries on passenger planes. These batteries, of course, have been known to self-ignite and cause a fire. But in an effort to ease what the administration sees as red tape, the executive order freezes the implementation of that rule. Now, bulk sh- shipments of those batteries are banned on international flights by the international agency that regulates global aviation standards. So, be warned. Hmm. All right. Well, I've got something real quick here that uh, it's goodbye at the end of an error uh, in Carson, California this week. The Goodyear at the Goodyear Airship Base as they let the helium out of the last Goodyear blimp for the final time. I've always enjoyed checking those things out. They're now going to be semi-rigid dirigibles. So look for those. Folks, you can hear the music. Quick reminder to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. Nice to have you tuned in today. Segment two is next with Corbin Addison. The show continues starting in three minutes. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. You never know when something will happen to your car. So save yourself from high repair bills by getting extended vehicle service protection from CarShield. A new engine or new transmission could cost more than $5,000. Even a simple repair to a sensor could cost over a grand. With CarShield, you select your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work, and they'll get paid directly from CarShield. Get covered now. Call 800-425-1450 or visit carshield.com and use the code RUDY to save 10%. Or you can visit rudymaxa.com for more information. A $100 deductible may apply to some plans. Just a few years ago, to protect your family or small business, you had to spend a lot of money on a lot of complicated security products. A tangled mess of wires, a long-term contract, and a complex system. Now, thanks to Simply Safe, protecting what matters to you is simple. You get 24-7 professional monitoring, one system, and a high-definition security camera. There's no drilling, no wires, and no long-term contracts. Go to simplysaferudy.com to save 10% off your security system. That's simplysaferudy.com, or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Has your internal sleep clock adjusted to the time change? You wouldn't have to worry about that with a Casper mattress. You'd get a great night's sleep every night. Its two high-tech foams provide all the comfort and support you need. It ships for free in a box so small, making it easy to get to your bedroom. Plus, you can try your Casper for 100 nights risk-free. Don't love it? They'll come pick it up and refund you everything. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress by using code RUDY at Casper.com. Or, as always, you can visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply. Do you think identity theft is only when someone adds charges to your credit card? It's actually when someone pretends to be you to open new accounts in your name. LifeLock can help. They use proprietary technology to alert you to a range of identity threats. If you have a problem, they have a team of U.S.-based specialists who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Membership starts at $9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RUDY, and get 10% off or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. 
And this segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called SimplySafeRudy.com. Just a couple of years ago, if you wanted to protect your family or small business, you had to spend a lot of money on a lot of complicated products. You'd be forced into a long-term contract, securing your location with a tangled mess of wires, buttons, and switches. It was complicated and expensive. But now, thanks to SimplySafeRudy.com, this is not my company, by the way. This Rudy gets you a discount, I think. Um, and it's simply, by the way, is spelled with an I, S-I-M-P-L-I, simplysaferudy.com. Uh, protecting what matters to you is simple. They're blowing the roof off the security industry. Simply Safe takes all the elements of good security and streamlines them into one amazing system. 24-7 professional monitoring, powerful sensors, and a high-definition security camera. This HD camera is brilliant. In the event of a break-in, it automatically starts recording. You get cold, hard evidence for the police sent right to your smartphone. Plus, you can live stream HD footage anytime you want to. Think about that the next time you leave your kids home alone or with the babysitter or your way on vacation. Want to check on Fido while at work? Now you can. For protection you can really trust, go to simplysaferudy.com. That's simply with an I, simplysaferudy.com, all one word. Or you can look at rudymaxa.com and find it under a link under sponsors. Order today and save 10%. Well, you know, we've always had a very wide definition of travel on this show, and my next guest illustrates that because he's just written a novel that addresses some serious social issues about where many of the clothes you buy and I buy come from. I'm sure this doesn't come as any new information to you, but those clothes travel a long distance to reach our backs. Uh, by now, we're used to seeing tags that read... Uh, made in Sri Lanka or made in Taiwan on our clothing. Well, attorney Corbin Addison, who lives in the D.C. area, writes novels as a way of popularizing social issues. He's a self-described social activist. His latest novel takes an insider's look at the secretive world of the garment trade. It's called A Harvest of Thorns. Corbin, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Well, we'll certainly touch on the travel our clothes take, since this is a travel show, but let me begin with how you began your novel, or I presume the idea for your novel, by that explosion of a clothing factory back in Bangladesh in 2012 that killed more than 117 workers who had only, well, lacked any escape routes from the building. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, back in uh, in November of, of 2012, uh, the Tazreen Fashions Factory, which was at that moment making a last-minute order for Walmart, they had been uh, supplying clothes for all kinds of major American and European brands. Um, they were laboring after hours uh, with only generators powering the plant and uh, all the lights were out uh, in the in the neighborhood because of a blackout in Bangladesh, and the fire started on the ground floor. And unfortunately, this is a factory that had been flagged by many auditors as not having adequate safety protections. Um, but unfortunately, nothing had been really done about that, and so the closed orders kept coming. Clothes were being made, and this fire swept up the stairwells and blocked the exits, forcing hundreds of people to jump from the windows and the ones to jump from the upper floors. Uh, most of them died, and, and some of them survived with uh, permanent disability. Um, so in my research, I was, I was able uh, to meet with some of the survivors of the Tazreen fire, um, hear their stories. They were absolutely heartbreaking. Um, and that did, in fact, become kind of the, uh, the framework for the prologue of my story, which begins with a fire that is modeled after the Tazreen fire. Well, that you've put your finger on something that is my next point, which is the research you do for these novels. When you went over and talked to survivors of that fire, did you have a novel in mind? I did, yeah. I mean, I've, I've written uh, five of these now. So Harvest of Thorns is my fourth published book. I've just finished a, a fifth and turned it in. Um, so, I, you know, I've, I've developed a kind of approach that I use with all my books. So I do a, a bunch of front-loaded research where I do interviews here in the U.S., and I do a ton of reading. And then I put together a trip um, that will take me to kind of live the story before I write it. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I was going on at that point a kind of round-the-world odyssey 
uh, to numerous countries to visit with people that I connected with previously and to do interviews on the ground, much like an investigative journalist. My guest is attorney Corbin, Corbin, excuse me, Addison. His new book is called A Harvest of Thorns. It's a novel, but it's based on reality. And he bounces around the world from, well, from uh, Southeast Asia to Jordan to Washington, D.C. His hero is an attorney in a, uh, in uh, representing a clothing manufacturer whose whose clothes are made overseas, and uh, some of the work is subcontracted out, apparently without their knowledge, etc. And this guy turns out to be a hero. And uh, well, anyway, I don't want to give away the plot of the novel, but it's a certainly interesting way to learn about the clothing trade. Tell us, tell me why the, tell tell me a little about the travel clothes make to get to our glossy retail stores here in North America. And why that all that's so secretive? Is it competitive reasons? Oh, gosh, yes. It's, it's a cutthroat business. Um, and, you know, I mean, if we look back 100 years, clothes used to be made largely here in the U.S. I mean, clothes destined for the U.S. market were made here. Um, but, of course, you know, we, we can look back and see the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire in New York uh, in the early part of the 20th century that was in many ways just like the Tazarine Fashions Factory fire just 100 years previously. What, what happened in the globalization um, that, that has occurred over the past 30 to 40 years is that um, all of this manufacturing has been outsourced to the point where U.S. manufacturing for clothing is, is very, very, very tiny. It's, very, it's hard to imagine really seeing companies bring it back um, as much as we might like to see that happen. So what companies do is they have buyers and buying agents uh, working for them all over the world, looking for the lowest price and the quickest lead time and the best quality, and they're outsourcing these orders. And very often the company, if it's a big company like Walmart or Target or Gap or, or uh, you know any number of, of large companies, what, what they'll do is they'll work through many intermediaries. They'll say, this is you know what our designers have come up with. This is what we need, the number of units. And they'll send it out to their buyers and buying agents and say, get us the best deal uh, and work with factories that you trust. The company may not know exactly which factories they're working with. Uh, sometimes they do know the first tier factories that sort of that get mm-hmm. the order, that have the volume that that uh, can get the export licenses from these countries. But very often, what happens because it's such a cutthroat competitive business and the margins are so thin, and the turnaround times are so fast, very often these top tier factories have to subco- uh, subcontract part of the order down the food chain and and the problems that we often see tazarine was a subcontracting factory and that's why in the aftermath when the new york times said why were your clothes in the factory when it was a basically a fire trap walmart came back and said we didn't know we had deauthorized this factory our top tier supplier must have sent it down the food chain and that raises the question well is the industry itself rigged in such a way that for the sake of profit for investors and low prices for consumers, what you end up with is a squeeze at the bottom on labor and safety and the environment. And that's, in fact, exactly the condition that we see uh, the industry in today. And it's the certainly the spine of the uh, uh, plot of Harvest of Thorns. Uh, since that fire in 2012, there has been raised consciousness on the part of uh, not just consumers, but more importantly, manufacturers about the standards of their contractors making their clothes. In fact, you give some very helpful websites at the, uh, the postscript of your book of places folks can go to research that and perhaps help out. Um, 
has the situation uh, gotten better? Did you detect any of that in the course of your research? Is there anything that cheered you? Yes, uh, there are a couple of things. I mean, after the Rana Plaza factory collapse, which happened in Bangladesh about six months after the Tazreen Fashions fire, um, th- there have been a lot of reforms that have been put into place. And uh, and I met with people that were involved in those reforms, and you know they were um, hopeful, uh, guardedly optimistic that some things could change. I would say safety-wise, it's better in Bangladesh definitely than it was before. Um, but as far as working conditions are concerned and how human beings that are making the clothes that we wear are treated and how the environment is polluted or not polluted, you know, the challenge that we have is it really gets to the heart of what I said a minute ago about the business model. And if we're dealing with a fast fashion business model or a discount fashion business model that is basically geared to provide maximum profit with the lowest possible shelf price, uh, for consumers, we end up in a situation where no matter how hard the people in the middle work, they're always going to get squeezed. And if they have to try, they're all in business to make money. So the challenge is the brands, I think, have the most power. Right now, governments aren't doing much. Uh, and it's a challenge in a globalizing world to make laws have teeth. Um, and so the brands really have the power, uh, and consumers do as well. Um, and one of the things that I've really tried to hit on, and this is something that I find hopeful. I think consumers are becoming more conscientious. I think consumers, especially young consumers, are demanding more conscientious made products. And as that changes with the zeitgeist, and I think that's the way the culture is going, the brands will have to adapt. So they're starting to adapt. Things are changing. I hope you're right, Corbin, and I thank you for joining us. If you'd like to read more about uh, the clothing industry, this is certainly a uh, dramatic and entertaining way to learn about it. Corbin Addison is the uh, author, and his website is CorbinAddison.com. The book is The Harvest of Thorns. Corbin, thank you for joining us. Stick around. Robert and Mary are coming up next right here in Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Max's World with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. If you struggle with sleeping problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need, regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can wash and dry it anytime you want. Right now, they've got a great deal for a limited time that they're offering. You can get 40% off two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere MyPillows that are perfect for traveling. To get in on this four-pack special, go to MyPillow.com, use promo code RUDY, or go to RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Just a few years ago, to protect your family or small business, you had to spend a lot of money on a lot of complicated security products. A tangled mess of wires, a long-term contract, and a complex system. Now, thanks to Simply Safe, protecting what matters to you is simple. You get 24-7 professional monitoring, one system, and a high-definition security camera. There's no drilling, no wires, and no long-term contracts. Go to simplysaferudy.com to save 10% off your security system. That's simplysaferudy.com, or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at broodingmaxa.com. 
Welcome back to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome back for segment three, everyone. Robert and Mary here with you from our New York area studio. Before we get to our guest, Dr. Jim Headland, to talk driverless cars, we want to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by our friends at FriendlyPlanet.com travel. Are you interested in saving some money on your next big trip? Does the idea of saving 25%, 35%, 50% or more intrigue you? Well, all you need to do is go to FriendlyPlanet.com travel to sign up. They've got special secret offers exclusively for members of our audience. Wherever your next international trip is going to take you, Friendly Planet, they have the perfect vacation to fit any budget or interest, and all of their packages include things like airfare, hotels, transfers, most meals, and a lot more. To get your secret deals and save considerable money, just sign up for the weekly email alerts at friendlyplanet.com travel, or as always, find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Dr. Jim Headland is currently principal at Highway Safety North in Ithaca, New York. He spent 22 years at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration in various research and management positions. And Jim recently authored a study called Autonomous Vehicles Meet Human Drivers, Traffic Safety Issues for States. To get the specifics on what this study uncovered, we invited Jim on the show with us today. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining Mary and me today. Thank you. Glad to be here. Tell us about your autonomous vehicle meets you know, human driver study. What was the intent of the study, and what did you find out? The intent was to raise the issue of the human factor in autonomous vehicles. There's been a lot of talk about autonomous vehicles lately, but most of it has been technical. How do the things work? Our issue was how do they react with people, both the people that are inside the car that may have to take over on occasion, and the other human drivers that are outside the car, because there will be human drivers with autonomous vehicles for the next 30 or 40 years. Absolutely. And that's a big issue, the interaction between the two. We've seen a lot of news reports on that. So let's touch on that a little bit. I find this fascinating. Can you illustrate a few examples of what you think humans are going to have to be aware of from that side of it when interacting with these cars? I'll give you two examples. First, how do you tell an autonomous vehicle to behave regarding speed limits? Currently on a rural 55-mile-an-hour road with clear traffic, no problems, people will drive over 55. If you program the autonomous vehicle to strictly obey the speed limit, you're going to make a lot of human drivers mad. Mm. If you program it to exceed the speed limit, you're telling it to consistently disobey the law. That's Second a good point. example is four-way stop sign. You get four cars currently stopped. How do you decide who goes first? People look at each other. Mm-hmm. They make hand signals. They generally acknowledge. How will autonomous vehicles react with human drivers in that situation? And what did you find out uh, from uh, where, where do you think technology is right now to answer some of those questions? The technology, I don't know. The issue is that there are a lot of things that states have to worry about as they deal with these. How do the autonomous vehicles interact with law enforcement, for example? How do you flag over an autonomous vehicle? How do you investigate a crash with an autonomous vehicle? Because there will be some. Yeah, well, I would think there's going to have to be cameras and there's going to have to be recording and and Big Brother will have to be watching all the time. And I think I saw it was the state of Nevada, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're requiring autonomous vehicles to have something on the plate so law enforcement is aware that it's an autonomous vehicle? Yes, they are. And that's one of the recommendations from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's model policies of last fall, that states need to find some way to identify autonomous vehicles in their titling, in their registration, 
and on the road, so people can tell when there is one. Right. Well, and, and that listen, that's great having something on the license plate, but the reality is, I mean, if I'm coming at you from the side, as you just said, in a four-way intersection, I don't see your license plate. I have no idea if the windows are you know darkened or something. Again, I have no idea. So, I mean, I would be an advocate of maybe choosing a certain color or having a certain stripe or something on a vehicle something to make really it far obvious. more distinguishable. Yeah. That's an issue, and it certainly has not yet been resolved. Yeah, no question. Jim, how long, I mean, this could be a huge transition period before technology lines up and with safely in general and human behaviors on the road and vice versa. How long do you foresee, if you had to prognosticate, that this transition is going to last? Well, there have been uh, two or three good studies that have looked at this based on the rate of innovation of other uh, vehicle uh, improvements and the fact that cars last a long time these days. So currently, new cars will go on for quite a while. The best guess is that there will be some autonomous vehicles in on the road in about five years, mm-hmm. probably in commercial settings. But it'll take until 2050, 2006 before yeah. they're yeah. a vast majority of the fleet. Regarding the study that you did and the interaction between human and driverless vehicles, what do you believe from what you saw as the number one priority that needs to be addressed that's, that's the biggest priority or needs the most attention? On the technology side, how do autonomous vehicles react to human drivers who may not do the predictable things all the time? From the human side, it's some education, getting used to autonomous vehicles, how they do react, how they do perform, and what can you anticipate that they will do in a given situation. Well, uh, Jim, listen, we, we really appreciate the time that you spent with us this weekend. Good information. Uh, it's going to be an interesting transitionary period. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, will you? Have a nice day now. Thank you very much. Thank Glad you, Jim. You. Take care now. All right. Uh, just let Jim go. You know, disruptive technology. Yes. That's, and there's a kind of, link up on our social media platforms if you want to read the study directly. Very interesting. We've got a lot to learn mm-hmm. or relearn again. Sure do. Uh, good, good points he brought up. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break, but there's more straight ahead. So stick around, won't you? Rudy Max's World with the Carries returns in three minutes. by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. Oh, we've got to figure out a way to save energy, babe. Our heating bills are crazy. See this? Whoa, what's that? A new remote? It is. Yeah. Budget Blinds was here this morning and installed these motorized shades in the kitchen. Come here, watch. So I just sit here, they open, they close. <laughs> this is really very cool. Yeah, Budget Blinds comes in and measures, then they install everything. Oh, oh. you didn't have to lift a finger, right? Hey, I like that almost as much as the remote, but we were talking about saving energy. Yes, right. See, the shades are also on a timer. A timer? You program the timer to open them in the morning and let the sun in, then close in the evening to keep in the warmth. Maybe we should do the rest of the house. What a great idea, honey. Right now, during Budget Blinds Luxury Within Reach event, motorized window coverings are more affordable than ever. The more you buy, the more you save, with savings up to $2,000. Hurry and call 855-BUDGET-BLINDS now before this offer ends, or go online to budgetblinds.com. Don't miss out. Call 855-BUDGET-BLINDS now. Offer good on select products at participating independently owned and operated franchises. Restrictions may apply. Ask for details. Five times more hires are made through Indeed.com than any other job site, according to independent research. Imagine a lottery that had five times more winners or a Sunday with five times more touchdowns. 
when you're hiring. It makes five times more sense to use Indeed. Right now, we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Housing values nationwide have risen by more than 6% year over year. Quicken Loans has smart ways to help you take advantage of your home's rising equity. In fact, you could take cash out to consolidate debt. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN today or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Allergy congestion. Cut grass. Cat on the sofa. Dust in the carpet. Whenever allergy congestion makes you feel trapped, break through with Allegra D for 5-in-1 24-hour multi-symptom relief. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine with a powerful decongestant for fast relief that starts working in just one hour. Break through allergy congestion with Allegra D. Use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. There's no reason to buy a 12-pack of those flimsy plastic disposable razors just to save some money. Make the smarter choice and join Dollar Shave Club. I get a fantastic high-quality shave every time for about the price of a bag of those flimsy disposables. The shave is probably worth at least five times what they charge. And right now, Dollar Shave Club's giving away a one-month trial of any of their razors for just a buck with free shipping. After that, it's just a few dollars a month. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com Rudy, or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors for more info. participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. And we're going to be getting out the old map and heading to Florida for this segment to get our fill of the quirky and the kooky. But before we seek out the weird, we need to share that we're sponsored by MyPillow.com. We do. Do you have a MyPillow yet? Did you know they've sold over 25 million pillows? I think we'd all agree that getting a good night's sleep is important. So here's a chance to join the millions of people who are sleeping better because of their pillows. For a limited time, you can get a special four-pack of two premium MyPillows plus two go-anywhere travel MyPillows for 40% off. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners, and enter promo code RUDY. Each MyPillow comes with a 10-year warranty not to go flat. They can be washed and dried and include a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners, and enter promo code RUDY, or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Always a good place to go. So how many of you will be traveling to Florida sometime this year? Are you hitting the familiar spots like Orlando? Maybe it's Miami. Maybe it's Tampa. Well, our next guest, Chris Bakke, he sees Florida a little differently. He's the founder of One Weird Globe, and if you want to mix in some offbeat, oddball vacation destinations the next time you're down in Florida, like a museum of garbage trucks or a retired electric chair, then this is your segment. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining us today. I understand you're calling in from Croatia. I am, yes. Well, welcome. We're talking um, about so Florida we're going to go Croatia. from Croatia to Florida. We understand you have a, a book coming out. And uh, as Robert mentioned in the setup, an electric chair, a museum of garbage trucks. Uh, Chris, who's going to these places? How did you find them? And how popular do you think they are? Well, you'd be surprised, actually. People that want to get off the beaten path, they want to find a unique adventure for themselves. 
And Florida is a state that's known for Disneyland, for Universal, for all these really big attractions. But what I've found is that people across the world look for the off-the-beaten-path places. Well, I think that's probably true. Agreed. I mean, I think. Agreed. All right. So before we get into some of these other places that you uncovered in Florida, you know, what is it about the strange, the offbeat, the unusual that attracts you and makes you want to write about it? I guess it's that I like seeing what other people don't know about. I like that feeling of exploring a little bit. It's a little Indiana Jones-esque, perhaps, especially with places that are lesser known or not in the big guidebooks. Uh, so there is a sort of discovery or exploration of something that's lesser known that I love about going off beat. So Chris, uh, let's go back to Florida for a minute. Can you give us a couple of other quirky places that you've uncovered in Florida? And in your opinion, sure. what you found was the most unusual. So in, Riverview, so in Riverview, Florida, there's the International Independent Showman's Museum. If you ever went to the circus as a child or you heard your grandparents talk about the circuses, these traveling circuses, this museum captures that mood, that excitement, the lights, the animals, the parlor games, and all this other stuff. It's a part of history that's unfortunately, you know, kind of died out now. But it's the museum, the International Independent Children's Museum, really brings circus feel back to life. Another one of my favorites, probably the weirdest place I've been to in Florida, is a place called Solomon Castle. And the closest city is Ona, Florida. And this is a castle one gentleman made by himself with aluminum printing plates from the local newspaper. And he's, a, he's, a, he's kind of a, a junk creator, you know, making something out of nothing. We call it upcycling today. But back in the day, he was the guy who did all this stuff with it. So, so do you just do you just come across these places, Chris? I mean, you know, are there entrance <laughs> fees? I mean, do you just show up on somebody's property, knock on the door, and make a friend? I mean, how are you finding them? <laughs> well, what I do a lot of times before we even really start traveling, there's hours and hours of research. Some of it's on websites like Atlas Obscura, right? Uh, a really uh, well-regarded site. We've had them on the show. They're very good. Yeah. So, so, so some research starts with that. Some research goes to the locals. Hi, what's new in your area? What's weird in your area? Uh, I'll get on Facebook groups. I'll ask them what's weird in your city, what's weird in your country. And sometimes you just stumble across a place in a guidebook, you know. A place can be well-known and weird. Well, that's true. Or, or, or I think, you know, as we've come across things, you're just driving along, and you're right. I mean, it, it, in that, I, what we love about that, it's the connectivity of travel. You're connecting with people. Real quick, we've got about 30 seconds with you. So is this just a Florida thing for you, Chris, or can we look forward to you covering all 50 states, or you're in Croatia, you're covering the world? I'm covering the world. I've got some books about Europe and the U.S. coming soon, but the next big one is Florida. Okay, well, so and One Weird Globe and OneWeirdGlobe.com. You can check that out. The book is out, I believe, in June. Chris, you know, really appreciate it. Wish we could talk to you about Croatia because there's so much we could go there, but the time is short. So thanks very much and uh, unique stuff for sure. Have a great day. Thanks, Chris. All right. Uh, there goes Chris and Mary. I just yeah. pulled up because I wasn't sure where Ono is. Yeah. And it's uh, it's near uh, Zolfo Springs. It's, it's uh, I don't know. It's, it's not that far from. It's east of Bradenton, Florida. Who so. knew? Florida. That's it. Uh, folks, we got to take a quick break. Uh, but don't go anywhere because Rudy Max's World of the Carries returns in three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Nice to have you in the house. Wendy Perrin with some spring break ideas coming up in just a moment, but let me remind you this segment of the show is sponsored by Casper.com. Has your internal sleep clock adjusted to the time change? Well, if you upgraded to sleeping on a Casper mattress, you wouldn't have to worry about it because you'd be getting a great night's sleep every night. Casper's two high-tech foams provide all the comfort and support you need to guarantee you got a great night's sleep. Chips for free in a box, so small you won't believe it holds a mattress, which makes it easy to get into the front door to your bedroom. Casper does that so you can try it risk-free for 100 nights in your own home. That's more than three months. Sleeping on a mattress is the best way to try it, and it's so much better than lying on one in a crowded store for just a few minutes. If you don't love your Casper, they'll even come pick it up, refund you everything, no questions asked. And with over 20,000 positive reviews and an average of 4.8 stars out of 5, Casper is quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. Try your own Casper in your home with free shipping and returns. Just go to Casper.com. That's like Casper the Friendly Ghost. That's C-A-S-P-E-R. And if you enter promo code Rudy, that's my name, R-U-D-Y, you'll save 50 bucks. There you go. It's Casper.com, promo code Rudy to save $50. You can find the link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. So it must be spring somewhere, he says, living in Minnesota with snow still on the ground. But it is definitely spring break time. And if you want a couple of vacation ideas, delighted to have our friend Wendy Parrott in with us. You know her from Condé Nast Traveler, writing for years. Uh, Wendy, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Rudy. Great to talk to you. So you got a couple places that I might have guessed. Colonial Williamsburg, Washington, D.C., my hometown, and a favorite place for kids and, and spring breaks. But I, it was interesting that you put Paris in there. Um, just give me a sentence on Paris, and then I want to talk about this desert I've never heard of in California. Uh, well, Paris is a great spring break destination. Um, you know, you've always heard about April in Paris. Yes. Um, it's a great time to be there, and Paris is so incredibly kid-friendly with the, all the I mean, playgrounds and carousels everywhere, and museum entry is free for kids, and Paris has the best audio guides specifically for children of any museums I've found anywhere in the world. My kids did, were just riveted. We went there for spring break um, a couple of years ago. I did not know that. I didn't know entrance was free. Okay, this Anza Barago Desert in California. Apparently, you fly into LAX and then drive for a little while. Well, or you can fly into San Diego, but the thing okay. about LAX is that there are always, you know, cheap sure. airfares to Los Angeles. And it's California's so it's largest state park. A, you say it's California. Yeah, it I've is, never even heard of and it. it is it's gorgeous. I know. Everybody knows about Palm Springs. But for some reason, nobody knows about the Anzaborrego Desert, which is basically south of Palm Springs. It would, it would be what Palm Springs is like if it had never been really developed. Right, tourism. right. But they've got fabulous. I mean, they, they, you can do all sorts of desert Jeep adventures there. The wildflowers bloom in March and April. So that's why it's the optimal time to go uh, okay. right now. And you can just drive in. It's a, maybe about a two-hour drive from San Diego, three-hour drive from L.A. And it's the Anza, A-N-Z-A hyphen Borrego, B-O-R-R-E-G-O, Anzo Borrego yes. Desert in, in California. You mentioned Andalusia, Spain, Yosemite National Park, uh, Colombia. I'm dying to go yeah. to Colombia. Have you been? Yeah, absolutely. We were there for spring break last year. Ah, okay. <laughs> and uh, Cartagena is lovely. It's a great, I mean, it's an a colonial city. Right, right, so it's really beautiful. On the water. Um, it's, it's, like a, it's like a very colorful, it's almost like New Orleans. 
Okay. Only it's in Colombia, you know, Cartagena. And you've also got all the beaches there. So it's a great uh, spring break type of, of trip. And there's a lot of new airline service, especially from the East Coast. It's one of these up-and-coming destinations, so get there before everybody else does. I know. And there's a, here's a sun. Uh, by the way, Wendy's uh, Wendy Perrin, P-E-R-R-I-N. Uh, her website is wendyperrin.com. It's a picture of her son, Charlie, feeding pigeons in the old town of Cartagena. And I gather you're leaving for Morocco this year for your spring break. Your kids are 15 we and 13. Are. So I wanted the kids, I, I wanted a place that was close enough. You know, it's right across the Atlantic. It, you can get there, it's like a seven-hour flight from JFK, which isn't so bad. Right. Um, and, I mean, Wendy, Wendy if, you, if you take your mouth a little away from the phone, I think we'll get a little less, we're getting a little interference. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. That's um, but, but Morocco, you know, I wanted my kids to experience a, a, another, you know, a completely different culture. And Morocco, the weather is perfect. All right, put your, put your mouth closer here. to the phone again. Oh, <laughs> I think sorry, it's your cord, sorry I think it's your cordless that. phone. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Now, that's much better. Yes, go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry about Where that. Where are you going I'm in Morocco? Are you going to Marrakesh? Are you going to several cities? We're, we're doing it all. This will actually be my sixth time in Morocco, if you oh, can believe okay. it, Rudy. All right. And we're going to Marrakesh and Fez and the desert in between so we can sleep in the desert um, and meet all the, you know, interesting nomadic people there. And going up to the Atlas Mountains, perhaps, for a drive? Ab- absolutely. We're going to try to do the whole thing in one week. Oh, uh, it's funny, another family who lives near us found out we were going, and they're like, can we join you? So it's the new place to go for spring break. Oh, wait a minute. Who wouldn't want to travel with Wendy Perrin? And speaking of that, <laughs> if you are planning a trip somewhere, particularly if it's somewhere you've never been, Wendy's got a great service because over the decades, I mean, she's a young thing, I guess over the years, I should say, she has collected names of uh, of travel folks in those destinations who can curate your visit for you. And you can find details in that by going to her website, wendyperrin.com. I guess you don't have anybody helping you with Morocco if you've been there six years, right? Six times, I mean. So. <laughs> I, well, no, I, I, but I am. But I know but because I've been there so much, I know what all the logistical issues are and the right. challenges. So I absolutely have, like, the best, the world's best trip designer for Morocco. Okay. They're in charge of this trip. Well, if you can't uh, travel with Wendy Perrin as her neighbors can, uh, go to check out her wow list of travel agents who can help you. Uh, guides, I guess I should say, as well. Wendy, thanks so much. We'll be right back. Whoa, we got to take a little break for about six minutes. When we come back, we got another hour. Rudy Max says, uh, world, don't go away. Stay with us. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.